What's your name? Um, Mackenzie. Sorry, I'm trying to look at the Del Taco menu. I got priorities here, man. Anybody. Think about the uh, passionate and angry sex between a yeah. lib turd mm-hmm. and a right winger wacko. And Dawn. I-, I would literally rather walk than get inside another electric vehicle in my life. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. We got this email, rad at radradio.com. It is from Rachel. Hey, Rachel. Not just any Rachel, but our biggest win Rob change winner. When Rob's change winner of all time, <laughs> uh, Rachel, who won the uh, mega bucket of uh, over $3,400, Damn. who emailed in to say, I just wanted to send a quick note that today I received the change from Win Rob's change Ooh. from the king size Kit Kat bar mega bucket round. I also deposited the funds while giggling. Not sure if you needed all of that detail. Yeah, it costs That's a lot great. of money to ship all that change. Oh, man. It was so heavy to carry into the bank. It was. I needed a dolly. <laughs> She was our uh, second-to-last WinRob's Change winner, not of all time, but it, until uh, the spring. Uh, we have paused WinRob's Change just to open up a few more segments on the show to make room for the cash cow as we start on Tuesday, because Monday's a holiday, dummies. Oh, boy. It's President's Day. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, we start on Tuesday giving away uh, $2,024 every day to one lucky winner in the uh, Lotus Communications radio family. So uh, all you have to do is listen. For the sound of the cash cow, that is a moo and a toilet flush. When you hear it, you must be caller 18 to 888-989-9811, and you will be one of the few people thrown into that day's drawing to win $2,024. We're also doing it during the Mixed Pick Sports Show every day at 10 a.m. that Steve Mickelson and I do. Remember the catch, though. You will not hear the cash cow unless you listen. In Sacramento on 104.7 FM and 890 AM, or in Reno on 104.5, which brings us... To this email from Jamie. Hey, Jamie. Says, Rob, I was so excited to hear about this new cash cow game, but was immediately let down as you read the contest rules that require listeners to tune into your radio stations in order to hear the cue to call in. I live in the mountains of Tuolumne County, where both stations don't get a signal. I've been a listener for over 15 years. I solely depend on your app to tune in every day. So I thought I'd ask if there are any other options available that will allow us those of us out here in the boonies <laughs> to play the cash cow. Please, Rob, I've never wanted to hear the sound of a cow mooing and toilet flushing so much in my entire life. Well, Jamie, I mean, there's a couple things you could do if you really wanted to be committed. You'd wake your ass up every morning and drive closer to uh, the uh, greater Sacramento area until uh, 1047 FM or 890 AM clicked in and you just park in a parking lot, sit there like a lunatic oh, for four hours. God. When an officer approaches you and asks what you're doing, you say, I'm waiting for a cow and a toilet flush. <laughs> See, anything's possible. You could also hack your way in uh, one way. You could listen uh, to our Reno radio station, Rock 104.5, online on their stream. Since uh, winning is available to all residents of California and Nevada, the fact that you would be qualifying through our Reno station doesn't disqualify you from being a qualifier. So there are a couple ways that you can do it, but you do have to listen on the radio station. Because remember, Lotus Communications, who we partner with exclusively, they're providing the brunt of all of this cash, and they want you to listen to their stations. Makes sense. And, and get the credit. It does. It's not, you know, and it's like, uh, what am I going to do? Say, well, screw you, pal. We don't want your $50,000. Right. No. So that's where that comes from. It begins Tuesday. The rules are posted at radradio.com. Oh, speaking of beginning Tuesday, let me just do this here real quick because it's President's Day. Um, let's see. Uh, Kyle. Yes. Could you please uh, pick a number between one and ten? What yeah! is happening one right in, I'm sorry, now? one and twenty. I'm sorry. One and twenty? Yes. Oh. We're going to go my lucky number 17 once again. 17. Is there another quiz today? Brandon, between one and twenty. Five. Five. And Dawn. Between but why one... did he go second? 
why am I last? Oh, that's true. Dawn does. Didn't she get second in the last? I'm not going to question what you're doing. Dawn, just pick well, I'm going to question what he's doing. <laughs> I mean, it all comes down to what number she picks and what number I already wrote down. Yeah, but still, I, I'm curious of the order. What, okay, 17 and what What Brando say? Five. And what's the, between what? 120. <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> Are you mad, Rob? I'm just waiting for good radio to happen. Oh, my uh, God. Well, don't wait on me. Uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, the 11. I don't know. Oh, interesting. All right. The number was, again, 10. I didn't change anything. Damn it. Ooh, look at that. Bitch. Now, it's the closest without going over. So, while Dawn got 11, Brandon gets to pick first. Yes. Dawn will pick second. And Kyle will once again be relegated to whatever category oh, no. is left because we're doing oh, wow. categories again. Yes, and then yeah. Kyle went off to a big victory. Yeah, his um, second big victory. Now uh, the uh, the uh, be, we're doing the same thing as we did for the Valentine's Day quiz <sighs> categories because everybody really seemed to like that. I mean, people that listen. A few of the members of the show didn't like it so much. I, I don't like these quizzes. Including the oh. guy who won until he won. <laughs> I love them. However. I, I didn't know anything about my category, and I still yeah. won. I am not going to tell you the categories until it's quiz time, because now that we've seen how this works, mm-hmm. if I if I had you all pick your category now, mm-hmm. we all know a certain member of the uh, production yeah. team oh, how, yes. would spend the time between now and the quiz Googling, because we can't watch him all the time, his I am, category. I am oh, so busy yeah. back here editing audio for mm. the replays, <laughs> and then there's emails, and then I'm going to go switch out some commercials. Keep I don't talking. have time to Google. T- talk and say whatever you want. We don't trust you. In fact, you know oh. what? This is not a democracy. It is a dictatorship. I make the ultimate ruling, but <laughs> allow me to take a quick po- uh, poll of, of the members of the show. Uh, Dawn, Brandon, do you agree with my decision that we wait until we start the quiz and, and only then will we find out our categories and pick. No, I'll buy lo- you lunch if you say no. I love it because yeah. I because I know that I would go and search out certain uh-huh. answers over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Not during the quiz, but if we were to pick the categories today, I would start oh, no, no. stewing on it and trying to study. No, and- no, no. The quiz is today. Yeah. Oh, sh- then yeah, we wait till the quiz. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, because I mean, I'm not. You know, we're not going to do the quiz after President's Day because it's a President's Day quiz. Understood. I, I, okay. I, I, I don't care if this quiz was in two months. I I don't no. want to know till it's time. Okay. So Aww. it's a it's a it's, uh, especially because of that over there that yes. just went ah. Categories. President's Day quiz. We'll get to it later on this morning. <laughs> Love you, Kyle. Um. Uh, all right. A different Jamie wrote in about yesterday's show. Says I usually watch the show at night. Here I am writing you at almost 1 a.m., and I just finished your show. Thanks to all of your Del Taco talk, I had a great need. I really didn't think it was going to work, but one of my nearby locations is open until 2 a.m. So here I am at 12.45 a.m. with some late-night Del Taco. Oh, that's the best version. The funny thing is, I could have just gone up the block to Taco Bell. But as you guys said on the show, sometimes it needs to be Taco Bell. And sometimes it needs to be Del Taco. Mm-hmm. Either way, thanks for that. Uh, and then we got uh, we, get, we got an email from uh, Matt who just who wanted a review on Del Taco because this happened to us yesterday. We were talking about how Del Taco has publicly announced we're coming after you, Taco Bell. We're expanding into new states. It's like a five-year plan. Uh, but we talked about the menus are if you just say oh well they serve tacos and burritos and you know, they're the same thing. No, yeah. they're, no, they're not. There's a, there's a Taco Bell version, a Del Taco version, and then I threw in there's a Jim Boys version. There's all oh. sorts of versions. And we talked about it, and then suddenly the producers uh, s- uh, said, oh, we, we, we can't do this. We need Del Taco. <laughs> yes. 
so uh, uh, the, the boys, uh, we all ordered. And now, Brandon, you and I got the same thing in one way. We got that tostada with the grilled chicken added. Yeah, and I don't normally get the grilled chicken in general. And on the crunchtada, no bueno. I didn't like it. And I think it's because it was getting cold. The, the problem with Del Taco is, like most fast food, if you wait too long and, it's, and it gets room temperature or cold, it's not as enjoyable. It has to be consumed right there on the spot to get it nice and piping hot. Um, but because we're so busy back here, like like Kyle said, you know, we're editing audio and, and printing out emails. We, we don't get a chance to get to the food right away. So um, it was it was fine. I wouldn't do it again. I agree entirely. I might do it again if I knew. I was going to be able to eat it immediately in piping hot because it did show up while we were still on the air right before the Mixed Pick Sports Show. And I had to basically, I got I got a few bites while it was warmish, and then I had to heat it up a little bit. And it, it did keep its consistency better than most, but, you, and I got the flavors, they were fine. Yeah. The, the, the grilled chicken burrito I got, that was wonderful. Oh, nice. Yeah, that was really good. Did you get anything else or just that tostada? Oh, yeah, I get, I, I get my, my usual. I get a two taco combo because I love their fries. <laughs> and I also got, mm. um, what else? Oh, a combo, beef and bean combo burrito. Oh. So it's just a basic beef and bean and cheese with some sauce. And you can get it special, specially made with special sauce and fries in the burrito. Whoa. So good. Nice. Again, this is in no way an endorsement for uh, Del Taco. This all came up organically. <laughs> And we, you asked us uh, to tell you how uh, how we thought of it. But Del Taco, if you need somebody to endorse you, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm open. I'm available. Just let me know. I I got lucky, I think, because I think my food was probably made last. My cheesecake bites were piping hot, so the first bite I took, wow. there was a little bit of steam off of it, and I was like, oh hell yeah! And the bean and cheese burrito was a little lukewarm, but it was still good. My husband is one of those people that can eat anything cold. He wouldn't even care. It doesn't it doesn't matter if the food shows up cold from a delivery or if I've made dinner, but he is getting home from work later and he and Hank, our black lab, will always go out for a walk. He'll just take it out of the fridge and I'll be like, oh, did you enjoy dinner? Like the last of the next morning. He'll be like, oh, my God, it was so good. And I'm like, did you eat it cold? Oh, yeah. I'm like, how is it Mm-mm. good Mm-mm. when it's cold? Because like I'm I'm like, oh, my God, it, it was such a good meal I made. And I feel like what makes it Part of it being good is that it was warm, right? So I'm like, but I'm glad you still thought it was good, but you didn't get the full effect. Yeah, I mean, these are two different categories. First of all, like homemade fresh food like that, there are certain things, no way. I'm not eating cold spaghetti. I don't get that. And there's certain things like that. When you're talking fast food, very little of it holds up at all for yeah. very long. So we don't. Yeah. This is why we generally have a rule at Williams Manor. We don't DoorDash fast food because even that, even that 10 minutes or whatever, is is too no good. it's like uh and and heating it up is almost always a it fail ruins it. Yeah. Uh, uh we boy did we open a hornet's nest yesterday uh oh. when uh electric vehicles uh, came up uh, why by the way why uh, something uh, about charging stations oh, oh range, yeah. anxiety. range anxiety yes <laughs> the new word added to uh dictionary.com one of 300 or so uh range anxiety is what drivers of evs experience when they are concerned about can they make it to their destination before their battery dies because they don't know if there are charging stations around. And that led to a rant slash tirade of Dawn's, which led to Jeff the Jackass, uh, who oh. called in and started to completely misrepresent the mileage that a Toyota Camry, for some reason he picked, uh, gets versus his oh, EV. And then started arguing, uh, completely missed the, 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 the point about the 
the, the lack of charging stations that are available to so many people, whereas there are gas stations everywhere kind of thing. Um, and he kept emailing in and, and finally proved himself that he's actually like he works for Tesla in Nevada and he's surrounded Dude. by the factory and the headquarters there. And, and it's an endless charging uh, uh, cornucopia. He's got yeah. 17 of them in his house. I mean, he's That's unheard of. So, so um, out of touch and asinine. And he did he did email in at the very end of the show like his two-page email. The minute I saw it was from him, I, I threw it away. I never read it. I wasn't about to go down. <laughs> wow, this is his yeah. cause. Well, he spent the last hour of the show clearly listening and dictating whatever points he wanted to make, which ne- were never seen by a human being. I got a who would you do? Him with his cause of the electric vehicle or a vegan? Who, who are you sitting down to talk to? Oh, to talk to? Yeah. A vegan. It's yep. about food. A vegan. Yeah. It's still about food. And look, there are there are vegan dishes that can be tolerated. Oh, absolutely. And I might get some that ideas about that a vegan dish to, to add meat to on my yeah. end. I, there's nothing I'm going to get out of a, a out of an EV owner. That's a good point because I've even gone to vegan websites for some of their vegetable dishes that could be good side dishes to your beef. So yeah. Uh, a couple emails that was because people were calling and emailing. There were a few lingerers. Valentine wrote in and said the EV charger station business model is not sustainable. Remember the one guy who said, you know, the problem with EVs is that there's no convenience stores at these charging stations, <laughs> and they take longer. Actually, that's an interesting point. Now, the, Valentin's writing in from the the uh, perspective of if you own or operate one of these, because it it, it's a revenue-based business. You still have to pay for the charge. He says the EV charger station business model is not sustainable, and companies producing, installing, and maintaining them are struggling. Most EV owners charge their vehicles at home as opposed to a station. The long charge time and lines discourage the EV owners to use the chargers, which results in low revenues. The charge stations are unmanned. Therefore, they don't bring additional revenue from the convenience stores. As a result, the infrastructure may never become widespread. Well, that's why it will be it will be supported by, by governments in various states and local municipalities, but not all across the country. And the charging your vehicle at home is great as long as you know you're not going to be driving for 300 miles or whatever your charge radius is, without knowing where there might be a charging station. And, and I noticed, um, anyway, my my one experience with it, they were sometimes in the most random spot. There was we really needed to find one of the charging stations, and it was just behind some motel. It was just the weird. That's not sketch. Exactly. <laughs> we're just like, oh god, but we had to. We had to stop there. There was nothing else closer. Yeah, and that's kind of creepy because you think about the charging stations and and then you think about the creepy stuff that happens at gas stations, like, <laughs> like say, late at night. Yeah. There's some sketchy people come approach you, and you can usually just put a few little pumps of gas in your vehicle and be like, okay, I'm getting the hell out of here. Ten bucks in. I'm avoiding this person. But if you're going to a charging station and it takes 30 to 40 minutes, how long do you have to sit there and be bothered by that creepy person before you're able to charge up well, a little in, bit and drive off? In particular, if you're behind a hotel, you're going to see prostitutes, drug what? deals. Mm-hmm. At, at least Straight the late-night gas station where it's, you know, 2 in the morning. And there's some comfort in that they're manned. There's one person inside the store that's working. Now, now maybe you both are going to die, but you're not going to die alone. Where these <laughs> these charging stations aren't manned. What a way to so you're, look at it. Y- there's no one there. I like Kyle's perspective of you can just pump a few gallons and get out yeah. quickly. But, okay, you're not yeah. dying alone. That's another benefit. No offense to any gas station employees. The overnight ones do seem a little sketch themselves. You're right. Sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it is, uh, you know, usually, oh, you have a record? We'll put you on overnight kind of hiring yeah, yeah. thing. It's like when 
you're out there pumping, you got to choose the weirdo outside or the weirdo inside. At least the weirdo inside, you you A can avoid, you can B, C coming, right? Not in much proximity. See, I'd be a terrible gas employee oh, because if man. I worked at a gas station and I was a criminal, I'd then tell my other criminal buddies to come rob people late at night. Then you, you would get a cut. I would, absolutely. Yes. God. Uh, Richard also wrote in and said, I worked for a local casino. We were giving away a Tesla. We had it parked on the gaming floor for a couple months. We contacted Tesla as the contest was coming to an end to have diagnostics done on it. And they said that we were four days from it being dead. And they then told us that if it dies, it would cost $17,000 to reprogram it. Oh. I decided to stick with my new 2024 Chevy pickup. Yes, yeah. as are most people. Uh, I referenced uh, the, uh, the study or report rather a few times yesterday, so I just wanted to get it legit on the record. Consumers are turning away from plug-in vehicles thanks to worries about battery resilience. The average electric car now sits unsold for more than 75 days, which is 25% longer than a regular gas equivalent. And by the way, as much as it doesn't feel this way to a lot of people, because maybe you're looking for them or you're seeing more of them or they stand out more, EV sales as a share of overall U.S. vehicle sales have declined to 8%. 92% of all vehicles purchased in America are gas vehicles. 8% are EVs. What was that movie on Netflix that had such potential, but we all ended up hating it? It was like The End of the World and Julia Roberts. It oh, just came out over yeah, Christmas, that, maybe. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, God. But, but it, it, one of the funniest parts of that movie, which it's not meant to be funny, was when all the Teslas were running into each other and just piling up on the freeway. It was called Leave the World Behind. Yeah. Didn't didn't Elon Musk like respond oh. to that? Like saying, oh, that would never happen. He was so mad. Teslas aren't, aren't yeah. built to do that. And they're, uh, you know, you get out, it's like, oh, that's creepy. I thought there'd be a bunch of dead people, but yeah, there's no one in them. <laughs> but yeah, they're just committing mass suicide. Mm. That's all. Mm. Uh, as I referenced yesterday, the car manufacturers are adjusting. General Motors CEO Mary Barra said on her earnings call that uh, GM is shifting because they will build to demand since the pace of EV growth has slowed. In other words, we're not going to make these things because nobody wants them, and they're taking up lot space, and our dealers are getting pissed off because the customers are walking on the lot going, no, I don't want any of this. Okay, I don't, This whole part of your lot, no. We're our cars that take gas or hybrids at the very least. Is it your sport saying, build them and they will come? That was not the case with this. That's true. Sport <laughs> saying. Yes, that's a very painful attempt a metaphor on your part. I think we've covered it and doesn't need any further oh, explanation. Well, that's good. Um, and then we got this email from Penny just now. Uh, as uh, some point today, we will have our President's Day quiz in three different categories. Uh, Presidents. Again, the categories do favor, each one of them favors a member of, of the, the, the mm. show, but it depends on uh, if you pick the right one. And uh, uh, it, how the questions go, but we'll see. Whatever. Um, Penny just wrote in and said, I love the categories for the quizzes. Were you perhaps, Rob, influenced by The Floor, which I believe you and Christina have been watching. This is the Rob Lowe show on Fox, oh. uh, where the, the, the rules were very convoluted in the beginning. My wife and I think we figured it out, and they don't matter at all. And, <laughs> and Rob Lowe continues to do a horrible job of explaining why you show up at the show with your category of expertise but then you may lose it or it may never get played or you may never play it. Somebody else may play it. We figured out the strategy of getting the greatest geography of the floor. We think the players are morons the way they're playing. <laughs> the only fun part of the show is making fun of the, the, the contestants because they're real losers. I mean, oh, no. they're bottom of the barrel people. Oh. I mean, yeah, like That's special terrible. kids and, and, and socially oh. outcast. And I mean, yeah, it's like. Oh, no. 
I get social outcasts yeah. being like the bottom of the barrel, but special people, right? Yeah, yeah. these are these Thank are you, these are people that grew up. They don't have any type of mental disorder, oh. but they act like they do. You know uh, the people. Oh, I understand. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Dunces. Just. I mean. Very. Very annoying people. Uh, and and I don't know why you're saying. Oh no. Because I mean these are the people you laugh at. You make fun of them. <laughs> you point out how how what a loser they are that they have to go on a show like this oh, to have any hope in life. It's like a train wreck. So there's that. Yes. Yes. And, but but then there's the there's the the categories oh, and how stupid they make some of them. It's like um somebody's somebody's category was uh. uh uh, items in your drunk junk drawer. Oh. So they put up pictures and you know and, and my wife and I just shout out the answers like rubber band, paper clips, scotch tapes, like Hot sauce. batteries. <laughs> yeah, it's like Hot sauce. Yes. <laughs> but anyways, Penny says my wife and I are totally hooked on the show now. Thank you for talking about it. I'm so disappointed that it only comes out once a week. I can't seem to get enough. It is a bingey show. Um so I understand that. I I don't know if I was overtly well no, I would say I know I wasn't overtly um uh, inspired by the show to to try out our quizzing categories, maybe subconsciously. Yeah, I think I, the way the way it happened with Valentine's Day was, I, I, I I'm starting to do the Valentine's Day quiz thing, and I and I so I try to get some references. I'll go to I'll go online. I'll go Valentine's Day quizzes and answers and and everything's you know about Cupid and and the same Valentine's Day massacre. And I'm like, this isn't fun. And then I start. I think I saw a question about Valentine's Day candy or whatever, and I went, well, wait a minute. What if we did categories and what do we, and and what what got me was ooh categories rom coms if Dawn gets that oh my god if I would have got that I would have kicked butt yesterday and <laughs> and I was thinking Not at the yesterday. same time if know. Dawn doesn't get it <laughs> every one of these movies I'm looking at she's heard of or talked uh, about and she's gonna be and that's what happened there so, would have been only two I would have got wrong that was how it all came together and we don't even know you would have gotten them wrong because you didn't know them but you might have guessed right true when you had the so anyways that's oh. how it was all inspired I mean the category things fine. It, it's fun. <laughs> it but, sounds like you're overjoyed by it. Now I'm kind of worried because if we all get our categories, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm oh. kind of worried about how good Don's mm. going to do. Yeah. Or Brandon. Like, Brandon's oh. really smart, well, too. And I, I know the category that I have in mind for you, Kyle. Yeah? Yes. I, you think I, I'd be good at it? Yes. Okay. I, I do. I am very hit or miss, mostly miss, even with things I know. Because then you say it, and I'm like, Jesus, Scott, I, I, I knew that. It's not like... Because I will say, oh, I never heard that before. But I'm, I am very hit or miss in remembering things that I know. Right. If that makes sense. Well, it makes total sense to me. You don't remember or retain anything that I ever say. <laughs> Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show.